And now, the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, we're, we're back this week to talk about episode 331, Checkmate. Yeah, this a dark one. This a this this a the bad news. I yeah, do I have a good Jar Jar? I don't think I do. This no, a bad not a good news. Jar Jar. Better. Um, yeah. At least I knew that one was Jar Jar, but you also did set it up as being Jar Jar. Um, the uh, the uh, wiki states that this is the first episode from this album to get the parental warning, hmm. um, which I thought was interesting. There was no parental warning on the AIO club, though. Correct. Because I think usually the parental warnings are only on the radio versions, not the album versions. Ye- mm, but sometimes they are. And I figured right. that if... This I realize. Was, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, there doesn't seem to be consistency there. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if there are any episodes on the AIO club that have a warning at the beginning. I'd be curious to know. But. I can go listen to like one of the counter moves ones that I know has it. Yeah. Um, That's a anyway, side point. <laughs> yeah. So this episode first aired September 16th of 1995. It was written by Paul McCusker and Phil Lawler and uh, directed by Phil Lawler. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Affirmative. Yeah. Nuts. This actually, um, I, I do want to say something off the top. This episode has a very strange soundtrack. It's a very it's, odd score. It's good. Are you, okay, it's very I was different. Say, I really like the uh, the beginning score. It feels a bit more like um, like Last Chance Detectives or something like that. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's that's fair. All right. Um, other notes. Uh, this episode was, f- uh, what? It's out. It's episode eight off of Darkness Before Dawn. I feel like that's kind of irrelevant at this point, but, you know, in case you cared. Um, And actor-wise, we have the kind of our normal cast we've had throughout all this, um, with the addition of Rob Daniels voicing Reverend Andrew Jameson Mm -hmm. and Angelo Sales voicing William Ross, um, both characters in the kind of flashback portion of of this episode yeah i thought that, that was very interesting i couldn't quite tell if it was uh if it was a separate voice actor or if it was somebody else that was just doing a really good job <laughs> oh like you thought they might both be the same voice actor no i, I couldn't tell if it was like you know phil lawler or somebody like that just putting on a really oh good voice. N- no no it is it's it's actually the same the same voice actors that were in the underground railroad episodes mm-hmm. um playing those characters which makes perfect sense good on you odyssey for giving us some continuity yeah every once in a while it happens it's there somewhere yeah um otherwise uh i think it's i think it's promo time promo time is there any anything else important to to hit off the top here not for the good of the order that's not (sighs) stop trying to make that happen 
It's never going to work. Odyssey may never be the same after the next Adventure in Odyssey. Dr. Regis Blackard has wits end under siege, and the bones of wrath are trying to overrun the town. But a trip back in time helps Eugene uncover clues to Blackard's sinister schemes, while help comes from a most unlikely source. All on the next Adventure in Odyssey. That might be the worst audio, the worst music choice we've had. Yeah, I was gonna say, do they even know what like like do they even listen to the words that are being said when they make the music? They have to. Somebody must have thought that's the idea. We're gonna make it sound like a carnival advertisement, and then just have Wits End is under siege. Yeah. What? Yep. Even the uh-huh. voice actor sounds way too serious or way too cheery. Yeah, no, it's 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 not good. Um, in juxtaposition, the music that this episode begins with is really good. Yeah, no, it's dynamite. It, it's really good. It, I, I mean, I don't know. If, are you going to keep in the bit where we talked about the last chance detectives? I oh, I assume so. I guess we already talked about the music. Yeah. All right, my bad. So anyway, this episode begins with uh, Glossman and Blackard kind of being in the um, what are, are they in the Harlequin? They are in the Harlequin. Yeah, so they're Blackard's in the Harlequin and that. Blackard, um, like Glossman's like, oh well, you won, great job, like it's all done. And then Blackard's like, no, it's not all done. No, we didn't win. And Glossman's like, well, why? You're you know you're winning in the election and. And Wits End's closed down, and Blackard's like, well, one, I don't care about the election, and two, I can't do what I want at Wits End because there are still employees allowed on the premises. Yep. Yeah. Basically, Glossman's gloating, and Blackard's yeah. not having it. Yeah. Um, and, and we also find out in that exchange, um, Glossman reveals that Blackard is leading against Tom in the polls, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, but. I mean, I guess with the recall and the vandalism, honestly, if I were the uninformed citizens of Odyssey, I might fall for that, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, everyone knows where Andrew stands. But it does not reflect that of the Wadfam Chalkpod. It's important to note. Maybe um, it's not important to note, but... Yeah, but yeah, his big thing is he wants no one else within 100 yards of Wit's End. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, so we go then to a meeting of the Israelites, um, which is just Jason, Billy, Sam, and Lucy. Um, and, uh, yeah, Jason kind of explains what their, their new approach of going on offense instead of defense, um, and that they are going to, that, um, Billy and Sam are going to go to the Bones hideout that they found out about from Butch um, while Lucy goes to keep a lookout at the Bones at the bowling alley. Um, They'll keep in contact through Jason's cellular phone and Billy's pager because it's 95. Yep. Gotta love them pagers. Can you text with a pager? Yeah. I'm never entirely sure what a pager does. I, so I had a like, pager. Like, does it just alert you that X person wants you, or can you actually send messages? So you this can is, this send. This is where I'm too young. You can send messages. 
two pagers from not pagers that I know of, but I think that there are some pagers that are uh, equipped to send messages. So, because I had a pager when I worked at the hospital, and that's how like the um, boss would communicate with us. They'd be like, right, you know, right. But what did pagers look like in the nineties? Because uh, like you couldn't. Send I mean, text my pager might have been the from 90s. the nineties, bro. It was so old. <laughs> it was it was really old. Now I want to know what pagers look like in the nineties. Yeah, they they are they they do. So you have one way pagers and two way pagers. Yeah, um, and they they send messages back and forth um according to the internet um good to know yeah anyways cool um so yeah so basically the thing that i didn't understand so they're only talking about taking the offensive in regards to the bones of wrath as opposed to as opposed to just like so the israelites aren't at least in my understanding, they weren't founded to combat the bones of wrath directly. They were founded to do random acts of good, and that was to that was you know in isolation from the bones of wrath, and therefore like giving good news and giving hope and and doing that like it was independent from the bones. And then now it seems that. It's less about the work and more about the bones. Correct. I mean, the refounding of them was to combat. So the initial founding of of the Israelites was just to do good deeds. Mm-hmm. When Jack refounded them, it was to indirectly combat the bones' bad deeds by doing good deeds. Basically, if there's a gang going around causing ruckus, we're going to be the gang that goes around and does good. Um, and since Jason's taken it over. It has very much just become like the. It's very much become that they're that they are in direct conflict. Yeah, they're like counter terrorist organization rather than right. Like, you know, right, janitors. right. Like the bones, the bones do something bad. They go clean it up. That's mm-hmm. what they've been doing. Yeah. Um. And so now and they're then be, them the being aggressive then is turned what? on them. So yeah. So this is. This is Jason taking things a step further and saying, rather than just waiting for the bones to do something bad, and then we go and try and fix it, because that's not working, because they've been undoing our good deeds as well. Um, That's kind of been their new thing, and now we're getting blamed for the bad stuff, um, as we saw two episodes ago. And so now Jason's like, all right, we're going to do this by, by going and taking on the, like going basically striking them before they can strike us but not in the way he pitches it initially makes it sound like oh no this is going to be like a real like this is going to be really like corrupt and what ends up happening is like still feels like it's kind of in line with the israelites like they're not like abandoning their moral compass hmm okay i guess so yeah that makes sense like so their their whole plan is to extending what they're get doing, intel. but it's not, it's not like they are, right, completely changing gears from everything they believe. Yeah, like they still stand for not doing harm but doing good. But they and are so, digging up dirt, literally correct. and figuratively on the bones. Yes, that is that is kind of the plan is to get info see if they've got like a book of plans at their hideout um and to use that 
That would be incredibly convenient. Yeah, it would. Stranger things have happened, but it, it, it would be weird. Um, so so we then we then jump back to Wit's End to a short exchange between Eugene and Connie. Where Eugene um, just, like, explodes. What do you mean he explodes? Well, Connie comes up to him and is like, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, you've been, you know, whatever. And then Eugene's like, well, I've got to do this because, oh, uh, like... It's all about, like, like he, he he talks really fast and really aggressively, basically being like, I need to figure out more about this element. I'm going to use the imagination station to help figure it out. And then Connie's like, well, what makes you think that the the tunnel has anything to do with it? Um, and then Eugene starts talking like, oh, well, you know, like, why is Glossman doing this now? Like, what's what's going on now? What's special about it now? And Connie's like, well, because Wit's not here. And he's like, no, nah, that wouldn't have stopped him before. There's something else going on, and we need to figure it out. I, the point he actually makes is that Glossman, or is that Wit's been gone for a while. Yeah. But there was kind of an inciting incident wherein then Glossman decided to take charge. Yeah. But also, as we've talked about in previous episodes, that logic is really weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't it get is, it. It's also just like, right, like the Blackguard's whole plan was to gain access to the tunnel, but they were only able to do that because Jason decided that he wanted to open the tunnel for reasons. Yeah. So how would they have? How would they have done it without him? That's that. That would be my right. Question. I, I I don't know. I mean, they could theoretically dig up the same stuff. Like were they were they already plotting this out and then Jason just beat them to the punch? Because like Blackard was already planning on coming back before yeah. Jason decided to open the tunnel. Like the ball was already in motion at that point. Yeah. It's just I think yeah. that they probably would have just planted evidence, right? Maybe. Yeah. That would have been know. what they would have had to have done. They would have had to do an edge biter situation, get wits end closed I mean, down. And that's still basically what they do. Yeah. Because Eugene's like, well, I, my tests showed that there was nothing interesting about these minerals. And then later in the episodes, Glossman's like, they're poisonous and you're all going to die. So I'm yep. taking over. Um, and I'm powerful because state government? Yeah, he's got the backing of seven different county, state, and local departments. That's a direct quote. Thank you for writing that down. And also, wow, that's that's some... That's some big energy. If only we had a former secret agent. Yeah, but we we don't we don't have one of those. No, no, certainly not. When you when you cease to be a secret agent, the only thing you're allowed to do is uh, manipulate a bunch of kids into being spies. Yeah, but like and bad spies. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and so the only way that you could enjoy this arc is if you detach your fact from that they're they're just literally just sending kids to war, like. Yeah, yeah, like, it's bad on both sides. I mean, and then and then I'll get ahead of myself, like, the, but but jellyfish the show literally is... threatens to abandon a child in the woods to be eaten by animals. Yes, I mean, but jellyfish is a bad guy. But, like, also, Odyssey was like, I'm going to write this and put it in the script. <laughs> like, beating up a child would be one thing. Literally, they already did that. Yeah, they, they already beat up. They already beat up Butch. But Lucy's younger than Butch, presumably, right? Uh, no, I, don't, I think they're about the same age. 
yeah, it's, uh, I don't feel great about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't feel great. You know. Um, and so, uh, so yeah. Oh, uh, you, so yeah, Eugene's going to use the Imagination Station program he whipped up last episode to um, go back into uh, the history of Wit's End and learn about that and, and record his findings. Um, and when Connie asks what uh, she can do to help, Eugene asks uh, for her to pray for him. And it's so cute! It is a nice moment, but it also just made me wish that we could have got an episode of Eugene kind of dealing with his, like, all the change that happened in the previous one. Yeah. I think that Eugene's, I and maybe it is explored later, but I think Eugene's walk of faith afterwards would be very interesting to get a lot more information on, like, his reconciliation with science and all of that. Like, I know that it, he kind of drops in, at, like, I think in the Truth Chronicles he talks maybe a little bit about it. Um, gotcha but yeah i'm unfamiliar with those episodes i would love to have odyssey have a character that is very pro-science and a very devout believer yep i'm into it so yeah then we go to the bones at bowling right yep lucy calls uh jason to to tell him that you know they're bowling and uh they're not actually half bad um and we we cut over to rusty and rodney um while they discuss their plan um explaining that they are a diversion um so the rest of the bones can go out and do stuff which honestly jason and the israelites should have known this because this is their constant mo yeah it's like oh we can't Right, right, right. We we can't get caught because we have an alibi. And so they should have been like, all right, you know, where are the rest of the bones? Or if the bones are bowling, that probably means that that's not all the bones. Because, you know, that's how this has worked up until this point. Why should it be different now? This is the fourth time. Yeah. That's a fool Um, me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me a third time, still shame on me. Fool me a fourth time. How the heck did this happen again? Yep. Oh, and by the way, fool me a child time, spy again. again. Child spy again. Like, yeah. This is this is Butch yeah. 2.0. Like new patch. It's a girl now, and they did it again. And and the yeah. same thing happened. Yeah. And so, uh, Lucy, uh, Rodney, and Rusty see Lucy, and they're like. And Rusty's like, does Lucy bowl? And Rodney's like, no, no, she she's spying on us. And, <laughs> Rodney and he is goes the voice over. of reason for once. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess he doesn't go over and talk to her yet because this episode cuts around constantly. Yeah, so I take our... different notes for like I take a I have a special like signia for each scene and it Whoa. Yeah. It's the only Look way I can Andrew, keep track It's of like things. he's been doing this for like two years or something. I've actually been doing this, I've been using this form since almost the very beginning. Oh, really? Yep. Because you are very disorganized when we started. Yeah, yeah, it was the, it was definitely during Novacom. All I do is I just, I hyphenate um, uh, scene changes with the characters and the location, and then I have notes on the scene underneath it. 
Fancy. And then if there's like a plot point, I'll put like an asterisk before it and then do that. Whoa. Um, sign up for our Patreon to see Andrew's notes. Um, and so we they then... They will be explicit uh, at times. Be prepared. <laughs> brace yourselves. Our, our Patreon is 18 and over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so yeah. <laughs> then then um, uh, we, we jump to... Billy and um, Sam looking in at the the hideout. The door is unlocked. The hideout is, quote, disgusting. Um, And there's just a brief scene of them walking around, unable to find information, and just grossed out by the state of the hideout. And then we leave that scene. (laughs) Yeah. To uh, Connie and Jason talking about Eugene and the fact that he's been in the Imagination Station for hours and only came out to drink a glass of water and pee. Um, And then he went back in um and we go back in with him um where he has not gotten a lot of information um and we we get to see a scene of him uh with the uh characters from the underground railroad episodes yeah the reverend and whatever the other guy's name was basically like the brief introduction the sound engineering in this episode is dynamite i mean we talked about the you know the soundtrack the score but the sound engineering of the imagination station is so good like kind of like the fast forwarding forwarding a you know cassette tape type sound Mm, um yeah i thought it was really good and yeah so they do a good job in that um there's like so he catches a bit about the mineral right is that now or is that later yeah, so so this is this is like the big moment of yeah. Eugene's watching a scene that he's like, okay, I've already seen this, um, and William Ross mentions that like, you know, he's like, ah, you know, that wound is almost healed. You know, what did you do to it? And and then it's at that point that uh, Reverend Andrews like, uh, the uh, there it's a thing we found out that like the the Native Americans the Indians that that use a uh a what is it a uh, some sort of herb and also a mineral from the tunnel. Yeah. Um, and, and then Eugene's like, Bwah! like Bwah! I've never heard <laughs> this before. This is exciting. And then we jump back to the bowling alley. Yep. And the cuts are good because they do the whole thing where it's like they cut with a dramatic sound effect. Like later when yeah. they vandalize Wit's End, uh, they cut with Spoiler. breaking glass. Hmm? I just said spoiler. It was a joke. Oh, oh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh. Yeah. So it's 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 very interesting. And then, it yeah, it goes back to the Bones hideout, right? Well, no, no. It goes it goes to it goes to Rodney and Rusty confronting Lucy. We didn't talk about yes. that scene yet. Yes. Um. And so Rodney kind of plays this whole part that actually he sells incredibly well. Um, he, he walks up to Lucy and he's like, Hey, look, like, I know what you're doing. I know you're spying on me. Um, you know, what, what would you say if, you know, I maybe told someone about the new height or like if someone told you about the bones new hideout, um, because, you know, maybe someone is, is fed up with this gang being taken away from them. And it's just like, it's Rodney is playing the part really well. Lucy, um, just because of her being like journalist kid um, does a really good job in responding. And like it, it's, it's just a fun scene. And then Rusty's there being like, Rodney, don't say that. 
Um, yeah, no, it's 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 really good, and because we didn't talk about it before, it's very yeah, it's very interesting because they do a good job of setting it up that this is something that Rodney actually has issues with because their conversation with Butch earlier before they confronted Lucy was basically him being like, "I want my gang back, I want this," and then he comes up to Lucy, and so as the audience, you think, "Oh, clearly there's actually this is genuine, like he's willing to backstab Jellyfish," and maybe he was, maybe. The, the result of that was um, not entirely false. Yeah, or he's at least playing it from a very genuine place. Um, so yeah, like Rodney just sells it really well and is like, all right, let's let's go to the new hideout. Um, and uh, and yeah, decides to take Lucy and Lucy after a little bit of waffling is like, all right, like I'm gonna do this. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then we cut to the old Bones hideout where Billy's like, all right, Sam, uh, we, we gotta, now that we know we can't find plans, we still gotta do our thing. And Sam's like, are we gonna vandalize this place? And he's like, no, we're gonna clean it. Yeah. Cause we're the Israelites. And that's what we do. Get out your soft scrub and your scrapey brushes. We're going to town. Those Get are your- technical terms, Chalk Squad. Your scrapey brushes. I mean, soft scrapey scrub is brush. soft scrub is actually a thing, and I use it quite um, often. And then, uh, and then we jump back to Eugene. Um, he is now like before when he was going through things, he was just kind of playing the observer role um, mm. in in these adventures. But he now hops out to confront uh, Reverend Andrew directly. Um, mm. Which is just, I mean, it's one of those things that, like, you just got to be like, okay, this works. Like, let's not let's not get into the nitty gritty on what in the world is happening here. It's yeah, no. Like, yeah, sure. Like, it's a time machine. Um, yeah, so it's a movie and then it's, it, it can be, I think that there's, like, like, in my experience, it's like the equivalent of, okay, you can watch a simulation of, uh, you know, like, you can put two AI against each other in, like, Madden or something like that. Or you can play as one of the teams. Gotcha. And my, my assumption is that he was just watching simulations before, and now he's actually in it. Yeah. So so he stops. He he, he, he hops out um, and is in the burned remains of Reverend Andrew's house, mm-hmm. um, which was, uh, yeah. Um, and the Reverend comes out and is like, hey, what are you doing here? Get off my property. And Eugene's like, actually, I'm a scientist and I know William Ross. So mm-hmm. can, can you answer some questions? Um, and so they, they um, yeah, then that scene ends. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, we got to keep moving. Yep. Um, and it's, uh, we hear jellyfish and presumably other bones throwing rocks through the windows at wit's end. Yeah, well, uh, what, uh, let's tell the Israelites what we think of Wits End or something like that. Because yeah. Connie and Jason are, are sitting in there talking, and then they right. throw the rocks through. And it, that's a, that is a shatter. Like, that is a big picture window that just busted. Yes, sir. I always imagine picture. that Wits End had a big picture window. Because like, I have a big picture window in my living room, and for some reason I just always imagined it had like the same thing. You know, that makes we sense. imagine what we know. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah. But then is yeah. it really imagining? I can only imagine. Imagine there's no heaven. Sorry. No? You do you, man. Um, uh, 
you said on a previous episode that we would not hear you sing again. Dang and yet it! Here we are. I, I, I am a man of my word, but I suppose my desire to vo- uh, voice my ill-equipped pipes is is too great. Anyway, guess so. Um, so there's the the vandalism, the glass breaks, and then it cuts back to Eugene, right? Yes. That was the aforementioned and spoiler that, that, uh, right. And so Eugene's talking to the Reverend about the minerals. And just as the Reverend's starting to kind of explain what's going on there, it starts glitching out and then it shuts off. Yep. Yeah. He's like, and, oh, this is it. And it's like, zzz, 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 and then he cuts the, out. The locals know it as, blah, 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 but, uh, I think it's actually called, blah, blah, blah. That's actually then, really uh, funny because the Zoom call cut out a little bit while you were saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Very um, nice. Um, and so he, uh, yeah, he hops out and the, um, and the, there's like a full out battle when yeah. he exits. Yeah. No, it's, uh, he's like, I can't get out and all this stuff. And he's like super frazz, frazzed, frazzled when he gets out. Um, and they're like, the kids like, say the frazzed thing? now. They do, they do, and I am a kid. Yes. Cool. Yeah, you're one of the youths. I am. I am a youth at this point. Uh, <laughs> I when my when I was younger, my mom would like my my mom would always or maybe it was my grandma would ask me if I thought that she was old, and I would say no, mom or no, grandma, you're not old, you're youthful, and um, I didn't quite know exactly what I was saying at the time because I was like nine, but uh, it's pretty cold. Speaking of nine, uh, there are children yes. here. Yes. Um, so so we, we, we jump we jump ahead to uh, wit's end with some serious damage done. Yeah. Um, Jason says it looks like a war all, zone. Yeah, and they're all kind of chatting. Um, uh, it's Billy and Sam and Connie Eugene and um, Jason are all kind of just like, oh, man. That was a lot, and you know now the, the we've called the police, but you know what are they gonna do? And we can't prove it was the bones because they were at bowling, and yeah, you know this is this is bad. Um, and then someone's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I wonder how Lucy's thing. Oh, Lucy. Yeah, where's Lucy? Although I would say, so does Wits End have security cameras in the parking lot or not? No. Security cameras are a much later addition to Wit's End as That's covered Novacom. in Novacom yes. because that is a big controversy. Yeah. Yeah, I remembered that when I was thinking it, but I was like, I wonder if they have them in the parking lot, though. No. I mean, no. It well, would be nice. I mean, no. I, I, my, my former place of business was a place that only had one security camera in the parking lot. They didn't have any security does, cameras inside. Does Wit's End even have a parking lot? Like, in my imagination, No. Well, it used to be a rec center, so like I feel like it would have to, but maybe not. I don't know. I, I've only been yeah. to one rec center extensively, and it has a huge parking lot. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, and so the uh, yeah, they, we then cut to Lucy. Um, or I, well, rather, we cut to Jellyfish talking with Rodney and Rusty. Um, and Lucy's trapped inside, mm-hmm. and you know, Jellyfish is like, you know, what what did you do? rodney why why did you do this he's like oh no it's great like you know we're gonna get her to spill all the secrets and um and lucy's like oh Aaron and 
Jellyfish is like, no, this is a bad idea. We've now kidnapped her. And Rodney's like, ah, ha, ha, but we haven't. She just, uh, she went here of her own will. And he's like, well, you know, uh, we can't, how you want us to coerce stuff out of her? You want me to torture her? And Rodney's like, no, just scare her. And yeah. then they scare her. And it's a really, like, it's a really rough scene. Yeah, no, it's, it's because, basically I mean, Jenny like... Wong is doing an incredible job. Let us point that out. Yeah. But she sounds so timid in a way that, like, Lucy's normally, like, so bullish and whatnot that it's just like, oh, no, you're a child. That's right. I forget sometimes. Yeah. And Jellyfish is a hardened criminal. He's been to jail. Yep. And presumably killed somebody. Presumably. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, you don't want to go home you know, we you got to give us information or you'll have to go home in the dark and you wouldn't want to do that. And Rodney and Rusty can't get you home because they're dumb. And so yep. <laughs> so tell us the information and then I'll get you home. And boy, is that uncomfortable. Just yeah, it's, like it's rough. It's once again, it is a child and two other children with a grown man alone in a cave in the woods. Yeah, that part doesn't hold up great. It's really rough. I know that they're the bad guys, and I know that they're not painted in a good light. But, uh, Odyssey... They're still painted. But mad mad respect for Odyssey for being like, nah, we ain't playing (laughs) it safe on this one. Yeah, I mean, for the record, like, I imagine this is the sort of thing that, like, Scooby-Doo does as well. Like, Mm. like, it's, it's, yeah. Wait, it's are the members of Scooby Doo like the the, the 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 team, the gang? Are they children? Those are adults. Uh, right? I mean, uh, the high school probably. They they look an awful lot like at least adult, uh, like maybe at least they legal are older adults. than that. You know what? You might be, but we would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you, dang kids. Oh heck! I mean, they're young enough to be considered kids by yeah. every person they thwart. So, like, they're, like, 15 max. Yeah, I mean, Shaggy's got facial Facial hair. Maybe he's Italian. But, well... I know an 8th grader with a full beard, man. It happens. Um, and so, uh... Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, there's this whole, whole conflict, and then all of a sudden... Rodney and Rusty drop to the ground with an electric sound. Yep. Um, and Maxwell reveals himself and then tases Jellyfish. Yep. Like, it's a And rescue. Maxwell's back. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it was such, it threw me off so much because, like, obviously we had that whole thing of Lucy and Maxwell kind of reconciling and whatnot, or at least, like, her forgiving him. But she is, like, the first person to not react negatively to an appearance by Richard Maxwell. <laughs> exactly <laughs> because like everyone else would be like you saved me but it was only to benefit yourself wasn't it maxwell like who yeah. cares that you just took out my three assailants you're actually going to kill me now and lucy's just like oh hi richard <laughs> thanks buddy <laughs> thanks you're a real real champ yeah you're, you're a real hero actually kind yeah. of yeah he does rescue her um and then and then we have our our penultimate scene yeah. um imagination stations not starting up due to some blown fuses so they got to get those replaced um Mm -hmm. and then uh and then glossman shows up in all of his glory yep um 
referring to them as ah Jason Whitaker and minions. Mm-hmm. Well, Jace, it's like this. <laughs> I eat uh, nothing but butter and I don't know what other gross thing people like. Uh, never mind. He sounds sleazy. He sounds really gross. He sounds like he uses like mobster hair product, whatever that is. I'm presuming Brill Cream, but that's just me. Brill Cream, if you want to sponsor me, that'd be awesome. But you know. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, he he explains that his his testing has shown that the minerals are toxic, and they all have to get out of there immediately. Yeah, yeah, he's basically like, and then Jason's like, well, no, you can't do that. Like, you know, yeah, you already shut us down, but, like, you can't kick us out. And then that's where we get the whole, oh, but I've got everybody in the state behind me, or at least a lot of people, and people over Tom Riley, and people, you know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm untouchable. You, you just got to right. get out. And yep. Jason's finally and like, well, well Right, done. well, and they, and they go through the whole, the whole thing of, like, well, you can't tell us to get out of our building. And he's like, yes, but, or he's like, I, Jason says, like, I take responsibility for any injuries in this building. And Gossman's like, yeah, but you can't take responsibility for injuries that happen to and from Wit's End. Yeah. Which, I mean, sure. Um, I don't know enough law to understand if this is sound, but regardless, it works. And so they all clear out within a hundred meter radius. Mm-hmm. Um, and we end on Blackard very excitedly talking about the fact that they've got this place. They've got the tunnel. They're, they're going to have, they've got access to a service road. So no one can see people coming or going. Um, and uh, he has, uh, he tells um, Glossman to tell, uh, jellyfish to bring to bring the truck over um for because the professor is going to begin his excavation yep dun 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 and then well no this is this is when uh blackard goes check and mate and then they laugh maniacally <laughs> roll credits yep and then it, i mean the chris outro is basically like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen what's gonna happen right. yep um good good episode very plot dense yeah yeah yeah, exactly it it is just right it's just once again like hey we're gonna blow through things and set things in motion yeah Um, yeah for i mean this is we're coming down to the wire how many more episodes of blackard do we have three more of darkness before dawn and then uh blackard's revenge is a Mm two-parter yeah home stretch folks so i don't remember specifically but is the um so the the i don't i don't remember actually what blackard does but i'm presuming the mineral under wit's end and from what i heard i think it has something to do with rukuta because it sounds kind of like that's what he's saying in the you're saying in in the the when it glitches out in the in the imagination station okay so i i don't remember um, this will be an interesting experience because that's I'm, I genuinely have no clue as to how this is going to end and what Blackard's actual goal is in all of this because I genuinely thought that he'd wanted to be mayor for a little bit. <laughs> I was like, ah, yes. but no, he doesn't even care about mayor. It's all been about wit's end. Yep, and not just taking it down, but taking it over. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but yeah, 
I don't. Yeah, I don't have a ton to say about this episode because it no, is just like it's super. It's just like, hey, stuff's happening, and kids yeah. are in peril. Yeah, and uh, I do have Eugene's, things to say about kids in peril. I also think that this episode research. is a uh, excellent example of non-lethal force used to uh, uh, terminate a threat. Yes, just just, just yes, throwing sir. that one out there. Three men tased um, with a uh, with a uh, electric stunner purchased at the Electric Palace. Yeah, which I love that Maxwell make, does that little ad. Yeah, I got it at the Electric Palace. It's really Spatula City. Spatula City. You should get one of these for yourself, Lucy. Buy nine and get the tenth for just one penny. Um, some Spatula City. Yes. Tweet at us if you get that joke, people. Um, yes, please, actually. <laughs> if you got that. Specifically and tweet, I don't tweeted know Andrew. You, and like, I don't know you in real life. My Twitter handle is, what is it? <laughs> what is it, Dylan? I think it's Andrew underscore Sabo. Let me check. Yep, Andrew underscore Sabo. There you go. Look at that. A is an apple. C is in cat. E is an egg. B is in boy. O is an ostrich. Uh, do we want to do the discussion questions? Um... I don't know. What are the discussion questions, Andrew? Oh, actually, let me look at them. Do you think Butch should be blamed for his decision to tell on the Israelites? What do you mean Butch told on the Israelites? What does that question mean? I don't know. Butch isn't even in this episode. Yeah. Is he? No, he's not. Do you think Butch should be blamed for his decision to tell on the Israelites? Tweeted us or send us an email or like a voice memo if you know what that means. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about it next week because yeah. that's that's one of the discussion questions on the AIO wiki. Um, and I just don't understand it. No comprehension. I have no clue what that means. Uh, do we have any Did reviews Butch or anything t- like that? I don't think Butch turned on the Israelites. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he got beaten up because they found him out. That's it. He didn't give them any information, did he? They just found out. I didn't think so. I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, let us let us know what you guys think that question means. Um, we can talk about that next week. Um, also, I actually, that, that that's a decent segue into my, uh, I just wanted to uh, bring up, so we are on the home stretch of our Darkness Before Dawn discussion. Um, and uh, we will be doing a big old wrap-up episode on a lot of Blackguard stuff in the near future. And so if you guys, as listeners, have uh, questions um, that you want to send in via email or voicemail or even uh, tweet them at us about just larger picture Blackguard stuff, um, our thoughts on certain things, uh, weird fan theories, whatever. um, Your favorite Blackguard moment? Yeah, we'd love to try and incorporate that stuff into to our grand finale. Um, I just think that would be uh, would be a fun fun thing to to try and do. And if not, whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, if you if you feel so inclined, drop us a line. Uh, the links are always in the show notes. If you listen on Spotify, I'm sorry there are no show notes. Spotify is rough that way. Just go to um, just go to Anchor.fm/slash/WadFamChalkPod. Hey. Uh, with that being said, um, do you have anything to promote? Any closing thoughts? Anything, 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 I, anything at all? I'm not promoting anything this week. Um, do you no. have anything you want to promote? No. Okay. Any, any last words? 
it's been a delight. I'm really excited to see where this goes. I am genuinely confused as to what's going to happen, (laughs) as is the case in all aspects of my life. But, you know. Uh, (laughs) There you go. Um, Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we'll be back in a week to talk about episode 332, Another Chance. Goodbye, folks. Bye, guys. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Checkmate was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.